the snowball effect started taking place when you were able to carve out that three hours in the middle of the day. Yes, and then yeah. you were able to deep think. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. And before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to take a moment to give you an update on our coaching programs. As you know, Wholesaling Inc. is the leader in the real estate education space and home to some of the best mentoring programs money can buy. We pride ourselves on the fact that when it comes to results, you could try other programs and mentors out there, but at the end of the day, Wholesaling Inc. is the best. And our student success rates prove that. And for the value that you receive for what you are paying for these programs, you are receiving back tenfold if you apply what we are teaching you. But all good things must come to an end. So as of February 1st, 2022, we will be raising our tuition costs on all of our coaching programs across the board. So if you have been considering any one of our mentoring programs, this is the last week to get in at the current prices. So if you want to get started wholesaling real estate or build and scale an existing wholesaling business and learn a lifelong skill with the potential to earn you millions of dollars, and I'm not exaggerating here, I mean, we have many students who have gone from zero real estate experience to seven-figure business owners. If you want that and you want the best mentoring in the industry at the best possible price, the time is now. Don't procrastinate and miss out. Head over to wholesalinginc.com and schedule a call with our team for whichever program that you are most interested in. Uh, by the way, we do offer bundle pricing. So if you choose more than one program, you'll save even more money on the tuition. But you have to take action this week because this is the last week we will offer our current low prices. So take advantage while you still can and fill out an application to speak with us. And let's get into today's episode. You're listening to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hardy. And today we are going to talk about the snowball effect. We are going to talk about that moment where every wholesaler who pushes through eventually gets to from one deal to maybe two deals to then having three deals in the pipeline that feeling and what it takes to get there. And I'm excited because I've got my friend Sergio Torres from Riverside County, California to talk about it with me because he's in that stage right now from kind of beginner, you know, and having a hard time gaining traction, closing maybe one deal here. And then a couple months later, closing two deals, maybe, you know, to now this snowball effect of having multiple deals in the pipeline. He's looking at making 78,000 in December, fingers crossed, if all goes to plan. So Sergio, thank you so much for coming on today. Well, it's a pleasure to be here, Lauren. Thank you for having me. No, it's a pleasure to have you. We've gotten lunch before. You came down to my office because you're local to me. 
Yes, good Mexican food place. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had some margaritas. It was awesome. Awesome. But so Sergio, tell us a little bit about yourself. What you know, where are you from? Are you currently working another job? I mean, let's let's get deep. Tell us about yourself. All right. So um, and you know, I've always had this, you know, interest in real estate, never really jumped into it. You know, I would hear about it, see the infomercials on TV. Mm -hmm. I would, uh, you know, so I had a, I had a different career path, but uh, back in, in 2019, I took a real, you know, a a change in, in career paths and what I was doing for, uh, for work. I was working in a, uh, in a private Christian school. I was working there, working at a church, you know, on their staff there. And so I had to kind of, you know, make a change in my life. And so, uh, so in 2019, in June of 2019, it was my last day working at that job. And I thought, well, I guess it's now is the time to jump into real estate investing. So I started searching and went to local, some local RIAs. I joined my local RIA. I met up with some invest, so you know, the investor partners there. You know, they were your traditional investors, you know, where they, they invested here locally, but they would try and maybe find something discounted on, on the market or whatnot. And so, uh, so, you know, it wasn't really something that I was looking for or that I need. I did learn, I did their boot camp and, uh, the mentors that I had there, they, they were great. You know, they were, they were smart and, you know, give you good advice. So I just started looking, you know, I started looking and I, and I heard about, uh, you know, getting, calling people, getting leads and doing whatnot. So I just didn't know what to do. So I went down to the LA County and I got a, uh, you know, I bought it. It cost me like 60 bucks for a, a CD of tax, tax delinquents. It was like 40,000 on there. And I'm like, what am I going to do with this? You know, 40,000. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this zip code. And so I started, I skipped, somebody said, you need to skip trace them. So I did that. And I was hand dialing one at a time, you know, and I'm thinking, man, there's, there's got to be a better way, you know? And then, so I just started reaching out to, you know, other investors on, I was like, sell my house fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I talked to a few and then, and then one investor said, Hey, have you heard of Pulse LED? And I said, no, they said, you need to listen to that. So I thought, okay, I'll, I'll take a listen to it. So I thought it was one of those things where you're going to have to pay for stuff. And man, they gave out a lot of free content. And I started eating that stuff. I was just, you know, just listening to their pod, starting from the beginning all the way down. And then, so, you know, I, I found out about TTP with Brent Daniels. And so I just followed everything he, t- he said to do. So I did that. And uh, I, I ended up closing in, let me see, in December of 20 of, I'm sorry, 2019, I closed my first deal was a $5,000 deal that I did with, uh, you know, the, uh, the guy who was in charge of our RIA. And so, uh, you know, I, I made five, they made a lot, they flipped the house. And then in March of that year, I started just kind of, you know, making more, more calls, but these, I was finding these deals in this area outside of my area. I mean, it was like, one of them was in Mojave. I think you had a deal in Mojave when you were here too, right? Or you were... At, I've never uh, had anything in Mojave, but I've definitely done high desert stuff. Yes. Yes. So I, I found another property there and then uh, locked it up under contract, but it was all the way, you know, it was a almost a three hour drive. So I drove out there, got it signed, then COVID happened. Everything shut down. This thing took me from March until June to close. And so we were able to close that one. I, I had to partner up with my uh, my mentor that was, uh, you know, at the RIA, a guy I partnered up with. And so we ended up locking it up. It was a $40,000 deal. We split it in half, but I, I didn't know what to do with it. I would have lost it if it wasn't for his help. And so... Ooh, you, so by the way, that- you paid for your education. <laughs> Could you so, imagine so I- if you just would have bought a coaching program instead? <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, it, it would have saved me so much. Well, so then in March of uh, some things happened in my life, I, you know, I had to do a reset. And so I, I stopped wholesaling or trying to do that for um, almost for about a year. And then I, I ramped it back up in, in 2020. But again, couldn't find anything in my market. Nothing. I mean, it was just I was calling, oh, yeah. calling yeah. nothing. I'm thinking, what is going on? Then I heard you on a podcast. <laughs> and so it was like the light shun, shun from heaven. I was oh. like, Somebody that does in a different market, I was like, wow, like I want to do that, you know? So well, I think I shed light on it that our market is really hard. Yes. Yeah, it's it, much it, hard anywhere else. Yes. <laughs> there are other markets, excuse me. There are other markets. There's New York, there's New Jersey, there's Seattle. Yeah. There are other hard, hard markets. But when you're in Sergio's position where you don't, you don't know what you don't know, you're listening to Wholesaling Inc. You're going, wait, but that guy in Memphis, Tennessee says that if I call 200 people, I'm going to get a deal. But yeah. Memphis <laughs> is not here. It's not Southern yeah. California. Different market. It's not the same. It's, it's much harder here. So I think you it saw is. something that had me shedding light that it's not you. It's your market. Yes. And then, you know, I was a little stubborn. I was like, well, you know, okay, you know, we'll listen to what other people are doing. So we try to do it, our, you know, our way. We, we wasted money. And so finally, we just said, you know, I, I got my friend, my partner to, uh, I said, hey, you know, we need to go virtual. I said, you know, this mar- our market is tough here. I mean, like, we're, we're doing everything we can. Where I'm, I'm cold calling, I'm doing it, you know, and I'm just not getting anything. And then finally, we decided, uh, I believe in this year in uh, April, May, I think was when we joined, we joined your program. And so uh, it was just a game changer. I mean, just learning how, how to, because I mean, like I said, we were just kind of like chick with our chickens with our heads cut off, just trying to figure out how to do it. We didn't know what to do. We were just, we were just doing it and trying to figure out, you know, figure it out and just, we weren't going anywhere. So we needed something, we needed instruction. We needed somebody that was doing it. We found you. Oh my gosh. Well, can we just stop and talk about the hard knocks of a newbie that you just yes. had to go through? So what I just heard is in the last year, you did your first deal and you only made $5,000 and you sold it to probably someone who probably made 10x that. They made, uh, there were two of them and they each made 87,000 on this clip. And I made five. I was like, that okay, I'm going to throw up. That is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the reason is because you didn't know what you didn't know. You didn't have exactly. that perspective. You didn't know what the value of the contract you had. If you had known, if you had a mentor oh. that actually was looking out for you, you would have made probably $80,000. At least. And this was a referral from a friend of mine that uh, I was just starting to be loud like, hey, I'm investing now. And so they gave me the, they gave me the referral and it was like, you know, at closing, you know, I got my $5,000 check and then they made good money. You know, I, it was, I mean, it, it was a monster house. It, it really was. It was, it was yeah. scary. <laughs> and it's not like anything, they didn't do anything wrong. They are look, they're looking out for themselves. They're house flippers. Yeah. I mean, they made an offer on the, they, you probably said, I'll take this price for it, not knowing any better because you probably heard on YouTube University that wholesale fees are $5,000. You probably heard that somewhere and just yeah. thought, oh, I'll ask for 5,000 more. <laughs> and like, I mean, if you just had a better, like if you had mentorship at that point, you would yes. have probably been $85,000 richer because it sounds oh, like your yeah. partner made yes. yes. You probably and, and, would have been, you could have made 85, probably even more, honestly. Like you could have found a better buyer for that deal. It was such a smoking deal, and I didn't realize it. I and mean, you, didn't you know, know. 
You didn't know again, what you didn't know. And that's, and I mean, I, I perspective. Know. Perspective is so important. You don't know what you don't know. And I think yeah, like, and anyone needs to have like that shift, that paradigm shift of like, I don't know everything. You know, I mean, were there times in this hard knocks journey that you thought like, oh, I know, but I know I'm fine. I'll figure it out by YouTube university. Yes. If they can do it, I can do it too. I'll, I'll figure it out, you know? And, and, and no, I mean, you just, right. you, you waste a whole lot more money and time doing it, trying to figure it out yourself. You know, Absolutely. Than- Absolutely. And I had the same thing. So the reason I say that is because my first year, um, so I flipped a lot, but when there was a project that I didn't feel comfortable flipping, I would wholesale. That's how I got started. When I wholesaled, I would wholesale to the same company. I wouldn't bid out the house because I was too scared and I, I didn't want it. I didn't know. And I I had I really trusted this buyer and he was a nice guy. He's still a friend of mine, but I only wholesaled to him. And I just look back at all the money I probably like left on the table because I wouldn't bid the property up. So yeah, I, I mean yeah, and, I did and the, the same thing. I did the same thing. We all do these things when we do it alone. When we do it alone, we all make these mistakes, by the way. Yes, many of them. <laughs> absolutely, That's absolutely. Cool. And let me ask you, because I know that you went through some personal stuff this year and, and it's up to you how vulnerable you want to be, but I, I think it would be helpful if you can share you know, some of your personal challenges that you've had this year and how that related to getting started in your business if you're open to it. So, yeah, sure. Yeah. How is you know, how has it been? You know, what are some of the challenges that you've gone through in this year? Yeah, well, I mean, it was a, a struggle in, in the fact that, you know, you're you're grinding, you're working, you're calling, and just nothing's happening. So you have that aspect of where you're, you know, many times you want to quit. And it's just right. like this doesn't work, you know. It's just like, okay, I, I maybe I got lucky twice and uh, you know, now that's it, everything's dried up, there's nothing there. And then, so, uh, you know, so we had some personal issues that happened, you know, in in our family. And so, you know, we had to now, you know, with custody time with our girls and and all that that had happened. And so, uh, so now I'm just trying to find something that, Hey, what's going to free up to be able to have that time with my girls, uh, you know, have that freedom of time, freedom of money. And I heard, when I heard you, I'm like, your story was somewhat similar to mine, you know, yeah. and uh, just, you know, wanting to have that, that, that time to be able to go pick up your girls from school. Yeah. I have two girls as well, you know, pick them up from school, be with them, go to volleyball games, just, yeah. you know, be, be available, be a dad and be there for them. And so, uh, but it, it was a challenging year. And so, but I, I think just things aligned, you know, thank God. And uh, you were just, like I said, when I heard you on the wholesaling podcast, I thought, wow, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. That's well, what we for- need. That's what I need. Absolutely. Yeah. We had very, very similar stories. So I'm personally, I'm a single mom. I got divorced about five years ago. Prior to being divorced, I think maybe two years before, I have to think of the dates here, but about two years before I was working a full-time job and I was able to flip enough houses on the side to quit my full-time job, which was the goal I wanted to be, I wanted time freedom. And I felt like a corporate job for me just felt like jail. And it felt, it, it was awful. I, I couldn't see my kids. I saw my kid for an hour a day. I worked eight to five. I had an hour commute. I never saw my daughter Reese, like ever. I, I would see her and feed her and put her right to bed. And I hated that. So I just wanted, you know, I want, I would have done anything to quit my full-time job. So I started flipping houses on the side. It took me a year 
to save up a year's worth of salary to quit my full-time job. I was able to pull that off in a year. That year I was pregnant. So now I had two Mm. kids, right? So pregnant had, you know, and by the time I had Presley, I was able to, you know, quit my full-time job, which was, which was very, very, you know, lucky of me and just the best moment ever. One of the best moments ever was calling my boss to quit my job. (laughs) It really was. And, you know, from about a, gosh, about maybe a year and a half later, two years, I got divorced and getting divorced. It was one of the hardest things I'd ever went through in my life. And I knew I have to make money for myself now. I, I don't, I'm leaving the golden handcuffs. Like I don't have a partner anymore to rely on if this business doesn't work. So I really need to make it work. But most importantly, because I still want to pick up my kids every day after school. It was really hard for me to picture having days where I wouldn't see my kids. And so for me, I had to see my kids every day. So I said, I'm going to be the one that picks them up every day after school. So they have that regular schedule in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, where they know, okay, even though maybe we sleep over at dad's house, we go to mom's house every day. So yeah. I, I created, although, you know, it was two houses, we always call it two houses. I created this like stability that they come home to one house every day. This is kind of their main house. Like they come to it every day. They eat snacks, they do homework. You know, dad comes after work, picks them up, they do a sleepover and then they're back at that house again. So that's my, you know, divorce journey and, and how um, I wouldn't have been able to do that if it wasn't for virtual wholesaling. I, yeah, I, yeah. If I had a full-time job, it wouldn't, wouldn't work. So I'm lucky and yeah. I, I definitely know what you're going through there, Sergio. And I was in, in a good, I was working, I, I had a buddy of mine who had an electrical company. And so I worked for him during that time and he was very gracious, but I was, I was having a, you know, I was having to wake my girls up at like 5.15 in the morning, drop them off at my sister's house, then go to be at work at six and then make some calls during lunch, you know? And then, you know, we were out a little earlier, like at 2.30, but, you know, make calls after work. And then, so I thought I need to do something else because that wasn't working with the, with the schedule. And then, so uh, I ended up doing, uh, I've been driving school buses for, for a lot uh, of school buses, but church buses for a long time. And so I have my commercial driver's license. So I thought, well, you know, um, they kind of get this break in the middle of these bus drivers. Cause I see them kind of hanging out and I talked to one of them. I said, Hey, you know what? They're like, oh yeah. We get like three, four hours in the middle. I was like, Oh really? I was like, okay. So work in the morning, I had like a four hour split. I'd be on the phones make, uh, making calls, uh, following up with people and then going back on my route. And then finally in October, I was able just to kind of walk away from that, which was, which was a blessing. We sold our house had a little bit of equity, you know, was able to just kind of say, okay, I have this time where I can focus full time on this and I'm going to go just gun hole virtual wholesaling. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. So you, you know, what I love that you just talked about is that you made your full-time work schedule work for having a side hustle. Cause I get this question sometimes from people where they go, you know, I currently work 12 to 14 hours a day. Like I'm just frustrated. I I don't know how I'm going to be able to do this business. And I'm kind of like, I don't know either. (laughs) I wish I could give you better advice. I don't know. How are you going to do this business when you work 14 hours a day? Like, can you car? And I say, can you carve out three hours somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. And you found, so what you did is you tried to do it with your first schedule. You said, okay, that didn't work. I'm going to pivot and I'm going to find another job where this will work. So that will be my response next time is find another job where you can carve out three hours somewhere. And it has to be, I hate to say this, but it kind of has to be three consecutive hours. 
Because what's really hard, I noticed, is like a one hour here, a one hour here, and a one hour here. You have no time for deep thinking work. No, you, you don't. You don't. So I, I was just like, just wherever I could, my lunch break, I was making calls. On the weekends, when I had the weekends off, Saturdays, I would say, okay, I'm, I'm just going to focus on making calls, doing follow-ups. So yeah, you just got to you know, carve out time, but you know, or pivot, you know, that's, yeah, that's carve that's, out that's, time or pivot. That's yeah. incredible. So really, I think you, you were able to find the snowball effect started taking place when you were able to carve out that three hours in the middle of the day. Yes. And yeah. you were able to deep think. Yes. And you were able, you know, because I see a lot of, I had a, another student of mine come um, to one of our in-person meetings and she was kind of reminding me of when we first met up where you were kind of having a hard time with gaining traction. And because mm-hmm. it was like, you were having a hard, and I, like, I didn't realize to ask you this question is tell me your schedule every day. I asked her though, cause she's, there was something in her where I was like, well, give me your schedule. Tell me from the, when do you wake up in the morning? What do you, you know, she's okay. I wake up at this and I, take my kids to school. And then I pick up my kids to school. And she only had two hours where she didn't have a kid because her youngest only went to school from like eight to 11. So she would try to do the business right in there. And then, but of course she also has to eat breakfast and, you know, and I was like, yeah, so when do you have any consecutive time that you like, you know, maybe two hours that's consecutive that you can maybe, you know, I recommend three, but do you even have two? And then you can find an hour somewhere else in that day. She's and it, she didn't, and so that's why she was having a hard time. You know, yeah. so it's interesting. I feel like it's like you have to carve out that three hours consecutive time for deep thinking yeah. work to make this business work and to gain that consistency. I always say three hours of the three hours of three money making activities every single day. Yes, I remember that you, you had us make that commitment in the course and said you know commit the three hours. You know, it could be calling, it could be follow-up, it can be, you know, lead journey, whatever, you know. Yeah. And so that that's I think when we started, I think really gaining momentum was when I had I had those three hours. And my partner works a full-time job, so his his schedule is very, very, very limited. So uh I'm thankful for him. He he came in and and uh, you know, kind of was a real good friend to me yeah. and and helped me out. And I'm glad he was able to was able to jump in too. But uh, but yeah, I mean it's just having that consistent, you know, two to three hours a day of you know, money making activity. Yeah. That is amazing. And to mention, you are doing these deals virtually now, right? So these are yeah. these are not in our backyard. These are virtual wholesale deals. You're doing them in North Carolina. You said you had some in Alabama. Yes, one in yeah, Alabama, and and uh, yeah, it's it's just never seen the properties, never met the sellers physically. I'm in virtual. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Virtual is the way to go, especially when you live in Southern California like us. Virtual wholesaling yeah. is. <laughs> Uh, what saved me and is the only reason I'm still doing this business is because I went virtual. So yes, exactly. I I couldn't imagine not having that that uh, you know being able to go virtual and just still working in this market. I, I don't know where I would be. I mean, it, it just it would be a different story. A lot of people get frustrated and they just give up and they you know instead become realtors or they just find other businesses to get into because it's it's hard to make it work here. I mean, of course. You can, anything is possible. And yeah, you can make it work here. There are people that still do deals here, but it's it's harder. It's much harder. And uh, I don't want to have to stick with the challenges that my local market brought to me. 
I, it's my choice that I want to move away. And every market has its challenges. I wanted different challenges. I didn't want these challenges. <laughs> and I wanted to go where there was more opportunity for me. And uh, I did the same thing. So I'm virtual and my, my market uh, is in Oklahoma. And I remember you on some of your podcasts, you were like, you know, you would talk to other investors when you were in Tennessee and they're like, oh yeah, we, you know, I, I, I was starting to call in and, you know, my first week I closed my first deal and I'm like, what? you know, I've been calling for months, you know, and I'm like, is the grass maybe greener on the other side? Is there maybe more opportunity? You know, it's maybe, maybe less congested over there. Who knows? You know? And I was thinking there's, there's just no way here I am grinding over here, you know, in SoCal and, and not really getting anywhere. And I thought, man, I got to do virtual. I, I got to go virtual. Yeah. Got to go to this market. And so yeah. it was frustrating yeah. hearing those, hearing those stories of people in other areas saying, oh yeah, we're crushing it. We're this and that. And I'm like, okay, I, I need to do, be doing that too. Yeah. So, well, there's this evolution where you're hearing podcasts and you're going, God, is something, maybe it's just me. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm not working hard enough. Like yeah. maybe I'm not doing it right or something. <laughs> And that was, I was like, you know, I would listen to these podcasts and I was doing the exact things that they said they were doing the same things, the same marketing lists, calling the same type of seller, except for I would maybe get a house that I had to flip. Like there wasn't even enough room to wholesale it. I'd have to get, you know, I'd have to actually house flip it. And it would maybe one of those contracts every four months, right? Which was very stressful when you're going four months, not getting a contract you know, and, and they were getting four contracts a month doing the yeah. same thing. And I'm like, God, what am I doing wrong? And then exactly. it was like one, one yeah. day, a perspective shift. I had another high level investor who worked California and he chose not to work California and go virtual. And it was that perspective that he had. And he goes, no, 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 Lauren, it's not you. It's your market. And I was like, oh, what? I didn't even know. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. And I was still so kind of new and green to this business. I didn't know that different markets have different conditions that make it different for people. And um, yeah, so the grass was greener for me. And I'm glad you found me at the right time when you needed it. And it's been a, a pleasure, honestly, to be a part of your journey. So I'm, I'm yeah. so glad. And, and thank you so much for inspiring You know those who are listening today. And uh, maybe, you know, virtual wholesaling is something that they should consider. So thank you for giving that out. Sergio, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, do you have a Facebook profile or Instagram or how could someone reach out? Yeah, they, they can reach me out. Like I said, I, I know other people have given out their numbers on... Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe on, not on a phone pod- number, but uh, <laughs> I, I, do, I usually podcast. do an Instagram profile or a, an email if you're comfortable. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they can reach me at, at sell 2000 hills. Dot com. So Sergio at sale2000hills.com. So just one O on the two. Yeah. And so we're, we're, we're excited. We're excited, you know, about, uh, you know, the future and, you know, we're getting ready to get ready to do commercials in our market too, starting in January. So uh, that was something I heard you talking about and I thought, Hmm, okay. So that you were excited about that. You were like, that's my new favorite marketing is, is commercials. And I thought, man, we're going to give it a shot and see, See where it goes from there. So we're we're excited about that too. So we we've uh, partnered up with REM TV. So nice. excited. Nice. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm definitely um I am doing pretty well with my commercials as well. And uh, if any of you guys are interested in the commercial thing, uh, make sure you tell Tony Javier that you uh, that Lauren Hardy sent you. He will give you a thousand dollars off your ad spend. 
So thank you so much, Sergio, for that quick tip. And guys, thank you so much for listening. If you want to go virtual, just like Sergio did, I want to help you. Check out www.virtualinvestingmastery.com. And Sergio, thanks for coming on today. It's been amazing. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you guys all for listening. And I will see you next time. Yes, thank you, Lauren. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.